Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. So headline number one, Chris, is that the new INFORM, that's all caps because it's an acronym for something. Of course it is. The INFORM Consumers Act officially became law this week on Tuesday, June 27th. According to Chain Storage, the new, here we go, Integrity, Notification, and Fairness in Online Retail Marketplaces for Consumers Act also known as Inform, is meant to increase transparency of online transactions and to deter criminals from acquiring stolen, counterfeit, and unsafe items, and then selling them through online marketplaces. Here are the key components of the law, Chris. As Break it down, Ann. Break it down. Chain store age. I feel like I'm that, like, um, you know, the reporter on uh, NPR that always has to explain, like, what's yes. happening in the legislature. Like, yes. I feel like her right now, I cannot remember her name. Can I'm you sure. do it in the NPR voice, Nina Tonberg. Right? Nina Tonberg. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what good, I feel like drop. today. No idea. All right. So, number one, Chris. Online marketplaces must now collect and verify certain financial and identifying information from, quote, high volume third party sellers, end quote, which are defined as a person or business that meets specific sales thresholds on that platform. Number two, the law requires that online marketplaces generally must disclose on those sellers' product listing pages or in confirmation messages and account transaction histories the seller's name, address, and contact information. Number three, the online marketplaces must also now suspend high volume third-party sellers that don't provide the required information and must offer a clear way for consumers to report suspicious conduct. Chris. I need a what? cigarette ad. I need, need a, cigarette a cigarette after that read. Whew, that was um, good. No, but really, this has been very top of mind, yes. especially this, you know, I think since the beginning of the year, really, but especially within the last few weeks as they try to push this legislation through. What are your thoughts on this move? Is, it, is this going to help solve the retail organized crime that we have, uh, that all of us retailers are facing? Yeah, right. Um, ah, I mean, I, my hunch is, this is my current, my take on this is it's a, it's a good first start. It's a necessary first step. But my gut reaction really is that it isn't enough. And I say okay. that for two reasons. One, the high volume designation that you talked about as you read that, it comes after the fact, right? And that's a key point. You and I talk about that a lot. That, the criminals are smart. We've done a lot of podcasts on fraud prevention and fraud detection. And, yeah. and they're smart. They're just going to create new accounts over and over again before they even meet these thresholds and before it even raises any red flags. So I don't think it's going to actually do that much. And then second part, Anne, I went to my go-to person who I always talk to about these types of things, my buddy Reed Hayes down at the Loss Prevention Resource Council down in, in uh, Florida. And he brought up another point, which, which I had never thought about before. And he told me, he said something I'll never forget. He said, any good law comes down to two things, one execution and two enforcement. Mm -hmm. This is clearly the execution side of that. It yeah. says nothing about the enforcement. Now, Reed tells me that there's going to be a follow on law coming soon meant to get at the enforcement side of this effort. So I think that's good. But net, net, I think it's a first step, but nowhere near is it enough, in my opinion. It's an example of, I think, best case, skating to where the puck is and not to where the puck is going. And so hopefully there's more to come. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
I think you needed to have some action though from legislators. Like yeah. this was not something that the, the retailers are able or equipped to handle on their own. And clearly it's getting worse. So I think that we do need to have some actions being taken. I think that doesn't mean though that retailers can also rest on this type of legislation either. Like you said, you know, read is hundred percent right. It needs to be enforced. It needs to be penalized. And the, even, you know, whatever they decide the enforcement's going to be, the current like $3,000 fine, if you get caught doing this, is not going to be enough to deter the career criminals who this is a career, as Bennett right. from Signify has told us, like, right. this is not just like a fun thing to do for fun on the weekend for these people. This is a, an actual job and they are very good at doing it. Um, I also think that, you know, the hope is here too, that with some of these, we may start to see a, a, a reduction in some of the smash and grab, the more dangerous crimes that are happening in the stores. Hopefully, if if the volume is is one of these things that they're trying to cut down in with these online marketplaces. But I think, you know, the final thing I'll add, third, yeah. this is also going to be something that they're going to have to pay close attention to because you do have third party sellers on these sites who are legitimate. And are you going to prevent them right. from selling on these platforms because of these laws? Like, I think that that's, there's going to be some hurdles to try to get over there, but at least, at least one step forward here, we'll see what execution. Yeah. Looks yeah like. Some negative externalities for sure. Yeah. You bring up a good point too. I forgot about Bennett at signified. Yeah. Anybody that can go by one name in the fraud prevention space, you got to take him seriously. Like, yeah, there's probably more to this, but Ann, I got to push back on you a little bit and I want to yeah. give you, give you a chance because Actually, as I was thinking about it, and you read through what that law is about, is there really anything that the retailers couldn't do on their own? Like, if this is a big problem, is, it, is no. there anything that you outlined that they couldn't do on their own? For sure. There's a okay. ton. I mean, right. we've talked Good. about this right. so much. Like, there's yeah. so much that retailers should, can and should be doing in addition to this. I think that is a key thing to emphasize here. It's about investing in technology in store that's going to help prevent this. It's about investing in all of the categories under the umbrella of organized retail crime and, and shrink, you know, like it's not yeah. just about what's happening, these smash and grabs in the stores. It's, it's really taking a, a wide look at what are all the things that are contributing to this shrink in your store and to this, this crime and theft and how are you as a retailer getting strategic about it? Yeah, I'd actually like to see the online marketplaces go even more aggressive in terms of waiting periods to get the money that they are collecting on their sales. I think that's yeah. a way to cause this, cause some serious damage in, in this realm. 